Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Some who had come down from Judea were instructing the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the Mosaic practice, you cannot be saved. Because there arose no little dissension and debate by Paul and Barnabas with them, it was decided that Paul, Barnabas, and some of the others should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. The apostles and elders, in agreement with the whole church, decided to choose representatives and to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. The ones chosen were Judas, who was called Barsabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers. This is the letter delivered by them. The apostles and the elders, your brothers, to the brothers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia of Gentile origin, greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number, who went out without any mandate from us, have upset you with their teachings and disturbed your peace of mind, we have with one accord decided to choose representatives and send them to you, along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have dedicated their lives to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are sending Judas and Silas, who will also convey this same message by word of mouth. It is the decision of the Holy Spirit and of us, not to place on you any burden beyond these necessities, namely to abstain from meat sacrificed to idols, from blood, from meats of strangled animals, and from unlawful marriage. If you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. Farewell. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O God, let all the nations praise you. O God, let all the nations praise you. May God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth, among all nations, your salvation. O God, let all the nations praise you. May the nations be glad and exult, because you rule the peoples in equity. The nations on the earth you guide. O God, let all the nations praise you. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us, and may all the ends of the earth fear him. O God, let all the nations praise you. A reading from the book of Revelation. The angel took me in spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. It gleamed with the splendor of God. Its radiance was like that of a precious stone, like jasper, clear as crystal. It had a massive high wall, with twelve gates where twelve angels were stationed, and on which names were inscribed, the names of the twelve tribes of the Israelites. There were three gates facing east, three north, three south, and three west. The wall of the city had twelve courses of stones as its foundation, on which were inscribed the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. I saw no temple in the city, For its temple is the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. 
The city had no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gave it light, and its lamp was the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Whoever loves me will keep my word, says the Lord, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him. Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. Yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. At the beginning of the Easter season, we saw a lot of the immediate activity after the resurrection. We read in the gospel passages of the various appearances Jesus made to his apostles. We read of their doubt and then Jesus rebuking them for their doubt and then Jesus reassuring them by letting them touch him and eat with him. He showed his power to them in many ways. He gave them the commission to preach the gospel, to baptize, to forgive sins. We read, of course, of the actual events that happened at the tomb, the earthquake, the angel rolling away the stone. And then we saw this proclamation of the resurrection begin to take off as it was preached through the apostles who ate and drank with Jesus after he rose from the dead. And we have been reading the Acts of the Apostles. Notice the Acts, not the beliefs, not the, the concepts or the ideas or the discussions, but the Acts of the Apostles, establishing the church, nurturing the church, overcoming any obstacles to grow the church. And now in this latter part of the Easter season, it becomes, if you will, more spiritual. We get a glimpse into the inner life of God, Jesus interceding with us. 
with the, for us with the Father, the Father and the Son sending, first promising and then sending the Holy Spirit, and His abiding presence with us. He teaches His followers that even though they will see Him go away, and when He mentions this going away there at the Last Supper, it has several meanings, layers of meaning. He's going to be taken away under arrest, go away into death, but then come back to them in the resurrection, but then he will go away in the ascension. But on ascension day, and we will celebrate that next Sunday, the, the beautiful solemnity of the ascension, those angels remind the disciples right away that this Jesus whom you have seen go up into heaven will return in the very same way. So Jesus says, yes, I am going away, but I'm not leaving you. I'm not abandoning you. I, in fact, with my Father and with the Holy Spirit, will not only be with you and be among you, we'll be within you. And not just for a visit. We'll take up our residence there. This is a very important lesson as we come to these, these final weeks of the Easter season. We have two more weeks. Next Sunday, as I said, we will celebrate the Ascension. And then the Sunday after that, Pentecost. That's the culmination of the Easter season because the fruit of the death and resurrection of Christ comes to us in that Holy Spirit 50 days later. What does the Spirit bring us? Not a different gospel, not a different salvation, but the same as in Jesus. He will remind you of all that I told you, Jesus said. The Spirit leads us deeper into Christ. You saw an example in the first reading of how the Spirit guides the church to understand how to apply those teachings of Jesus to changing circumstances or new questions that might arise. It's done in a very organized way. It's done in a structured way. Even though the Holy Spirit teaches us all, Jesus has his established teachers within the church, guardians of the doctrine of the church. And yet it's not something that's being invented anew every day. It's always faithful to what has always been handed on to us. But it's this abiding presence of Jesus that the church focuses us on in these readings. Jesus says, I'm still going to be with you. Behold, I am with you always until the end of the world, he says, before he ascends into heaven. So they won't see him in his human form, but he will be no less present. He is present through his appointed teachers, as we again see in that first reading. It is our decision of the Holy Spirit and ours too. Jesus is teaching through his appointed ministers. He's present in the Word itself. We say at the end of these readings, this is the Word of the Lord. It's not just reminding us of something from the past. It's Jesus giving us His Word now. 
It's Jesus in the present teaching. We're not teaching about or just passing on the teachings of someone who taught in the past and then died. That's the case with everybody else. Any teachings of philosophers or world leaders, uh, that, 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 uh, religious leaders of any type. This is someone who taught in the past and then died. Here we have Jesus continuing his mission of teaching. He's with us always. He gives us his spirit. He dwells within us. He who hears you hears me, he said to those whom he sent to preach the gospel. I am with you. So he's present in his ministers. He's present in the word. He's present through the Holy Spirit. Giving us enlightenment, understanding, strength to live the word and to preach it leading us to all truth, dwelling within us. And he's present, of course, in the Eucharist, the marvel that we are about to celebrate here, his physical abiding presence, his body and blood, soul and divinity. He is with us. The abiding victory of life. Let us take hold of that presence once again. Never think of Jesus as simply someone from the past. Never think of the readings of the scriptures as simply remembering something from long ago. The risen Christ living and teaching among us. The Holy Spirit teaching us inwardly and through the preaching that we hear. Let's hold on to this as a present reality. As something unfolding right in our midst right before our eyes and leading people through you and me, parents leading their children, priests leading their congregation, all of us leading those to whom we can witness in any way, leading people right here and now to embrace faith and baptism and grace just as they did at the times of the Acts of the Apostles as we are reading throughout this Easter season as we see the church continue to grow. He went away in his death, in his ascension, but he also took us with him. Because remember, he took our human nature there to the heights of heaven. And he comes back to us. Came back in the resurrection, came back through the bestowal of the Spirit, comes back when he and the Father and the Spirit take up their dwelling within you, that's what happened in your baptism, and it happens every day as we continue to invite him to come. There's always more of him to receive. And he will come back to us in his second coming for every eye to see, for every knee to bend, for every tongue to praise him. The Lord of life, let us proclaim him every day, risen from the dead, with us always, and coming again. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.